0: Thank you for listening to the Martinis and the Macabre podcast. This show contains graphic content and explicit language. It is intended for immature adult audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
1: people at like my customers are calling me sir you're old I'm old
0: (laughs) we are old honey
1: you don't feel it till somebody points it out yeah like when I thought it when I thought about it you know I thought like uh, maybe they're saying it because you know I wear my veteran hat at work because I don't care if I sweat into that and I thought maybe that's why but then there's times during the day I'm not wearing my hat and they're like oh thank you sir would you like a bag no thank you sir I'm thinking, why are they fucking calling me sir? They've been doing this since I got here to the store. And then it hit me. I'm like, I have like a decade on these guys. (laughs) I'm like 10 years older than these guys. I didn't even fucking think of that. These college kids. It's not older than that. Yeah. I was like, that's why these college kids are saying it. They're paying respects to an elder. (laughs) They're paying respects to somebody who is their senior. Yeah. And you know what's weird? swear to God, when that happened, I was like, my back hurts. My hip kind of hurts now. <laughs>
0: like,
1: I don't like this.
0: <laughs> yep, we are swiftly approaching forty, so
1: Yeah. Oh, and I, I, I was talking about that to a woman who I checked her ID and she was born eighty one. I was like, you know the weirdest fucking things happening and I told her about it. And she was like she like wide eyed and she was like, That's why people are calling me ma'am. I was like, That's it. I said, I'm sorry, I had to bring it to you. I said, "Yep, yeah, that's what's happening. She was like, oh my fucking God. And She just grabbed her bottle of wine and walked out. And I was <laughs> She like, uh. drank it
0: in the car. <laughs> <laughs> she just popped the corner and go, 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 go. So if
1: you're listening, uh, welcome to the club, sister. I'm not going to call you ma'am.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome to Martini's in the Macabre, the podcast where we drunkenly discuss morbid murders, mysteries, and mayhem.
1: And what's crazy is I had one customer walk in while I was talking to her. And I was like, "Hello." She was like, "Hello, sir." and I looked at I looked at her I looked at the lady at the counter I was like, "Fucking see what I'm fucking talking about?"
0: <laughs> my name's Erica and I'm joined by my husband and old co-host Billy. You kids out there with your the rock and roll music and
1: pogs, pogs and Tamagotchis. Tamagotchis? And, and slap
0: bracelets. You bunch Is that what you think they do? You bunch of hooligans listening to your hip-hops? That was you. Remember back when our ketchup was purple? Oh, yes. Or green.
1: There were options. People were always like, I tasted a difference. I didn't. I didn't taste a fucking difference at all.
0: It did taste a little different.
1: Because you're fucking weird.
0: The texture wasn't quite the same. It
1: had an applesauce type of texture to it. But still, the taste, was to me, it was just fine. It's those people who like...
0: Remember, you can taste the colors, man. <laughs> do you remember
1: <laughs> co- the Coca-Cola can, Christmas can, because there's always polar bears?
0: Uh-huh.
1: And one year they did a white can with red bears on it. Uh-huh. They, do you remember how brief that was? No. It was brief. You know why? Why? Customers said they tasted a fucking difference <laughs> on how the outside of the can was. They were like, this tastes funny. <laughs> oh my God. And you couldn't, because it's a customer service thing. Like the people at Walmart couldn't be like, you're a fucking moron. You're fucking stupid. But they so yeah, Coca-Cola pulled all their shit off and redesigned it. And they did the exact same thing they did. They just took took it and reversed the color. So it was red can with white bears on it. Yeah. Heineken c- their cans came out textured. Mm-hmm. The color, the green the the green on the can was textured. Customers like, Oh, this tastes funny. Like they didn't texture it inside of the goddamn can. <laughs> What's inside the can has never changed.
0: Even if they did, it was not gonna change how it tastes. The
1: big bag is stupid.
0: Right. I support you and your feelings. Sony Walkman. (laughs) Sony Walkman.
1: If you guys have time, check out my MySpace (laughs) profile. It's really nice. (laughs) Lots of codes. (laughs) As soon as you click on it, a fucking song comes on.
0: (laughs) It's animated. (laughs) All right. Moving on. So, uh, this week I thought we'd get back to some good old true crime. And I found an oldie, but a goodie. what would you call me? A goodie. Uh, and an oldie. Say it into my good ear. Oldie! I can hear it fine. <laughs> we are going to talk about a man named Karl Denka, a Prussian man who was born on August 12th, 1860.
1: I read some of this. And before you even get to it, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I agree. You're going to fuck up so much, you know, (laughs) pronunciations on this. I had like, you ever read, you ever like read a word and your brain had to stop and like control alt delete and you had Mm -hmm. to back up. You're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Like it stopped looking like a word and looked like a bunch of letters put together. Mm -hmm. It was like that. Yeah. Like I, there was one word in here or like one place in here that I swear is like, I looked at the picture. I'm like, that's the sound you make when you sneeze. (laughs) 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 Bless <laughs> right you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he has been dubbed the Cannibal of Zebus or often the Forgotten Cannibal.
1: Which sounds sad and you shouldn't feel sad.
0: Oh, the Forgotten Cannibal. Yeah, that's what oh, I thought. That of. guy.
1: That's what I thought of when I saw it. Like, when I read that, I was like, can't send in the clowns. Like, I felt like, <laughs> I was like, oh, poor little Tyke, we didn't keep up with you. <laughs>
0: He killed, cannibalized, and made various wares to sell out of dozens of people in the early 1900s. And I found a really cool YouTube channel while doing research on this. It's called Obsolete Oddity, and there's a 17-minute video about Carl Dinka on there called The Pickled Human Flesh Seller. So go check out that channel on YouTube after the show. There are some really great topics that he covers that we will probably use in future episodes, so go check out Obsolete Oddity. And I told him that I was going to give him a shout out on this episode. So hopefully he gets that message. Okay. Let's get into Carl Denka, which looks like Dinky.
1: So I I
0: may slip and call him Dinky. (laughs) So to start out, I am going to butcher some pronunciations on this episode. Like Billy said, just throwing that out there. Carl was born in Oberkusendorf. Seems pretty good.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're starting strong. Keep up that, keep up that Wh- momentum.
0: Which is now called Kalinowis Gorny.
1: That the sound. That's the sound you make when you bite into hot food.
0: In Lower Silesia,
2: uh, God,
0: which was then a part of Prussia. It's hot. It's hot. Uh, he was born to a family of farmers, and when he was ten, they moved to Münsterberg which is now Zebus Poland. And I'm probably saying that completely wrong.
1: Hey, if you're from Poland, call her out.
0: <laughs> which is where the moniker, of the cannibal of Zebus" comes from. I'm fairly certain I said all of that wrong, so you can send me a digital slap across face. If you are from Poland, I completely deserve it.
1: <laughs> this is the way of Poland listening to this right now. Like, this bitch is dumb as shit. <laughs> she doesn't even know how to say the name <laughs> of things. <laughs>
0: There isn't a whole lot of information about Carl's earlier years. It's not like they were tracking the movements of a kid in the late
1: 1800s. And they should have been. They might have fucking caught on to some shit. I'm just saying it all.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not.
1: I'm not trying to fucking argue, okay? I am. All right, I get it.
0: <laughs> it has been said, though, that he didn't speak until he was seven years old and wasn't considered an intelligent child. I didn't speak till I was five. Thought you were younger than that. No, I was five. But my
1: first word was an actual sentence.
0: Well, that's the first time your mom heard you speak. Oh. You had been speaking to your sister before that.
1: Uh hi Sarah.
0: Yeah. She was your translator to the mom. Yep. So. She would
1: change she would change shit up though. You know, I was like, Billy wants a cookie. You know, I would tell her, like, I want a cookie, but she would go to mom and be like he wants three cookies mm-hmm. <laughs> because she wanted some too. So
0: yeah. So you spoke before five. It's just the first time your mom heard you speak.
1: Did I ever tell you about pissing in her face?
0: Um, doesn't every boy do that to their mom?
1: No, to Sarah. Oh, this wasn't last week.
0: Oh, you've told me about that.
1: Yeah, it was when I, when I got brought home, mom changed me, and Sarah Sarah you know Sarah was like just a, she was two I think she was two, and she thought I was like a doll. You know, because she was like, "Oh, he's so cute, he's so precious," but she was changing me, and she, and this, I, and hats off to mom because mom didn't really know. She all she ever had was a girl, and mm-hmm. and and all she ever had was a sister. There wasn't really any boys around, you know. But she told Sarah, she was like, "Hey, back up!" She said, "You see that thing right there? That can go off any second. It's not like me and you when we sit on the toilet or we sit on the potty. This will just go off, and it's gonna, it. You know, you want to back up." And he, she just kept like, oh, oh, and she's like, like, like right by pretty much like, right, like, like when I'm getting changed, like her, she's like right by my knee.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? She's like, he's just so cute. And then I let it go right in Sarah's face.
2: <laughs> and
1: when that happened, she turned into an enemy for many years. One of the first <laughs> things she said was, take him back. <laughs>
0: She said, Take him
1: back to the hospital. We don't want him anymore. And, all this stuff. and mom was like, I told you.
0: You can't get close to him. Oh yeah. Both of our sons have peed on me more times than I can even count. Yep. I mean, I've learned my lesson and tried to be swift with, with Nugget, but there are some times you just can't be quick enough.
1: Yep. Oh. <laughs> you know you know what happened with me is when I changed the boys, they'd pee they'd pee on their own head. That's happened more often than them peeing on me because mm-hmm. you have to grab, all you parents out there know, when you change and you give you give them the butt lift, you have to like put their ankles in between your fingers mm-hmm. and then you lift up to put the diaper under, and that's when they let it go. <laughs> There's been a couple of times I'm like, ha you got yourself. <laughs> I have to put their diaper <laughs> on and wipe them off. I'm like, ha, jackass. <laughs> Dad of the year.
0: Mm-hmm. You're going to win some awards. <laughs> I don't know
1: what for. Just so you know, I was only a couple of days old. This wasn't like a thing I like to do. To pe- I don't like to piss on people's faces. <laughs> I think. I never pissed on anybody's faces when I was a mature adult. I might really enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, please don't. I don't know if that's I a don't, thing. I
0: don't want you to. Don't.
1: All right. No. I no golden
0: I, showers for me. I uh-uh. guess I don't get to learn about me. No. I don't want to smell your piss all over me.
1: Well, see, that's the thing. You might dig it.
0: No. We don't know. No. No.
1: I think everybody has a kink out there. They don't know I've they
0: smelled enough pee as a nurse well, that I don't want to saying it. is, I
1: think everybody's got a kink out there that they don't know they have until it rears its ugly head. And then you're like, wow, didn't know that was a thing. Mine
0: like, would probably not involve any type of bodily fluids.
1: Like, I've I, smelled them all. What's we- I'm like afraid one day, like if I see, like if I'm perusing Pornhub or something and I see like a Bukkake video and my my dick gets like rock hard. And I'm like, what? Why is this happening? This shouldn't be happening. And, like, I, and that's where I learned something weird about me. <laughs> like,
0: okay, this is what I'm doing now. Octopus tentacles.
1: <laughs> what if that's what really does it?
0: All right. So Carl here was, um, like I said.
1: Not much of a talker.
0: Not much of a talker. And uh, considered to be what some sources refer to as a quote unquote retarded child. He was said to be quiet and soft-spoken, but difficult to raise. Teachers said he was, quote, very obstinate and lacks respect for teachers, end quote. It's now thought in hindsight that maybe he was on the autism spectrum. And just to let you guys know, a little sidebar here, we've recently had Nugget tested for autism, and he now has that official diagnosis. And I know we've mentioned on the show before about his obsessions, first with NASCAR and then the Hindenburg, because that was a great time going to the teachers' home night thing, where he had a story about the fucking the open Hindenburg.
2: house. Open
1: house, yeah, yeah, that was real pleasant. Everybody's drawing pictures of Frozen, mm-hmm. and Carson
0: uh, drew the Hindenburg on fire.
1: Moana, and then uh, and there's Avery, or there's Nugget. Put that, in, yeah, cut that. And then there's Nugget
0: mm-hmm.
1: with a picture of the goddamn Hindenburg on fire. He used yeah. a highlighter. He used a highlighter. A highlighter.
0: The, yeah. Yep. We kept it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and moved on from that to the president's. And he's especially like the past year. And he's still obsessed with it. the, the t- Titanic, which is another horrific incident. I mean, even today he was watching videos and he was like, oh, this is so horrible. Why am I so interested? Did he say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and I know in one of our Patreon episodes, we played Super Fight with Nugget, and you Patreon listeners got to hear a little bit of his extensive knowledge. And well, hey,
1: complimented him. like He's so smart, and he exactly. is. He's very smart.
0: Well, because of the autism, he focuses on things that interest him and learns everything he can about them. But that leads to him not being able to focus on other things, like solving math problems or absorbing what a story was about. So it's affected his grades this year, which is when we really started wanting to find out what was going on. So just so you guys know, part of why things have been so hectic with us is the many psychologist visits for his testing. And between those appointments and my physical therapy for my back and the procedures I've recently had done on my back, we barely had any time to breathe. But I wanted to throw that out there in case you guys were wondering what was going on with him. And also why things have been a little off for us recently. And if any of you have children who are autistic or you know a child that is autistic and you have any tips for us, please send them our way because this is all new to us. But uh, just wanted to throw that out there for you guys. Uh, Anyway, let's get back to some horrible shit.
1: (laughs) Stuff Nugget wouldn't do.
0: Yeah. So Carl was uh, quote unquote difficult as a child. And at the extremely young age of 12, he quit school left home and started apprenticing with a gardener going doing gardening jobs around town to support himself at 12. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> we didn't meet each other until we were like 13. Man. There's not really much else known about Carl until he turned about 25 and his father died. His older brother took over the family's farm, and Carl was left some money, which he used to purchase some land. That's he, smart. He tried his own hand at farming, Not he was... Not
1: smart. If you try, you can't just dive in.
0: Yeah, even if you're raised with farmers, that doesn't make you a farmer. <laughs> and,
1: you know, it, it, and if you are raised by farmers, which I think is a great profession, mm-hmm. is even your, like if your dad's a farmer, he would even tell you, like, son, this is hard this is hard work uh-huh. you know you you can't do this sitting down type of thing and you can't be at that age of be like "Ah, well, toss my hat in and see what i could do <laughs> no like i think it passed Let's you see by what those
0: farming things all about i like
1: could just just buy that buy the buy the tomato plant you can hang upside down try that
0: <laughs> i don't think they had that back in the late 1800s oh uh,
1: were you around Okay, thanks for answering that Were question. You? Thanks for answering that question you? with your fucking silence. Were you? No, and I'm not going to judge people back then. All I'm saying is, <laughs> buy a fucking chia.
0: ch chia
1: And then see how that works.
0: I was a little flat on that, but it's
1: all right. Nugget wouldn't be. <laughs> He's a great singer.
0: <laughs> he is. He was singing earlier today with me. So, uh, yeah, he, this Carl thought he'd try his hand at farming, but was completely unsuccessful. See? he sold the land and bought a house on what is today called stowawa street
1: i wonder if he blamed the land like whoever bought the land from him he was like hey look don't farm here it sucks they're like oh is the soil bad yeah it's totally bad <laughs> how long have you been farming what time is it
2: <laughs>
1: <They're> like okay <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll buy it once. what is it tuesday
0: we get yeah <laughs> uh sunday yep
1: how long have you been farming Oh man since like God breakfast <laughs> Didn't get lunch that's why I'm selling you the property was <laughs> any food Stupid ass ground
0: Well he after selling that land and buying this house, there ended up being a recession which then forced Carl to partially sell this property as well but he didn't leave the property. he lived in a small apartment on the first floor of the house and kept the shed in the backyard. Oh, is that part of the
1: purchase agreement?
0: I'm assuming so. It's like within the actual building structure, I saw a picture of it, but I, I believe it's actually separate from the rest of the living structure. Oh. So, like a separate apartment, but it's attached.
1: That's weird. Like, I'm going to sell you my land on one condition. I kind of want to kick it. <laughs> I kind of want to <laughs> hang out. And I want to have a unibomber shed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's the Don't worry about it. You'll find out. Just don't farm here.
0: (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
2: To your happy
0: place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Well, he ran a shop nearby selling meat, leather goods, and used garments.
1: Maybe he should have started out with that.
0: <laughs> he was an organist at the local church. He was very well liked by the locals and affectionately called Papa Denka. He seemed like the quiet, nice neighbor that everyone liked that's what you look out for but then he started killing
1: and you know what what's weird though is I'm the quiet and nice neighbor not like I'm gonna go kill people I see the look
0: please don't kill I'm me I'm not gonna
1: kill anybody but like <laughs> like when I come home like if somebody if our neighbors are outside they're like hi I'm like oh hey and I do go inside that's it. I don't really associate I don't really talk to anybody so weird it's weird we do a podcast talking to thousands and thousands of people but if you cross me on the street you're like hello and i'd be like don't call me sir you fuck
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay sir oh i mean motherfucker
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then i'd snap and kill somebody and they're like he was so quiet
0: (laughs) (laughs) well there isn't a whole lot of information about his actual victims But the first one that was confirmed was a woman named Ida Launer in 1903. That's a horrible name. I'd eat her, too. Wow. What? Are you sure you're not going to go kill people? I
1: don't think so. Oh, I I put the name Ida in there. You See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Ida's a fine name. I'm just new boot goofing.
0: Sure. I don't trust you. I thought this was America. I'm married to you.
1: I'm sorry. I thought this was America.
0: What, were you talking about eating people because they're named Ida?
1: No. Yeah. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I like how you really stand your ground.
1: <laughs> just, like, just live and let live, I say. But, I mean, don't <laughs> eat people. I say as a suggestion, too. Like, if you can avoid it.
0: Yeah, don't, please don't.
1: Don't eat people. <laughs> if you have that thought in your head, like, I wonder if I'm going to, you know, what, what a person would taste like. Fucking stop. has anybody never heard of chicken strips they're fucking amazing
0: if there was like some massive apocalypse and all that was left to eat was people i suppose we'd all have to and i'd still want to know if tattoos taste different
1: um i think i
0: would try you
1: i get it i got i got a few yeah a few I, whenever, you know, like, I'll be like Woody Harrelson in Zombieland, but with chicken strips, like, I'm looking for the last one.
0: Instead of Twinkies? Yeah. Because
1: <laughs> I have chicken... Oh. fuck <laughs> fucking love chicken strips with honey mustard. I could fuck up some chicken strips with honey mustard. And I have a witness that knows I like it. Do you yeah, want, all of us. Do you want to know what her name is? Hmm. Carrie Underwood.
2: Oh, <laughs> So if I haven't told
1: this story, <laughs> I really gave Carrie Underwood a bit of a brushing. <laughs> I can't remember if I hit her. That was a horrible way. To, I don't think you I don't, did. That was I think way to it was say really that. close. That was a horrible way to say that. I, I think I, I was like, excuse me. And then like my elbow like kind of almost got her.
0: You elbow checked her. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Well, if you're
1: standing <laughs> in front of Chicken Tender's. And I'm there, one way or another, you're now, getting out of my fucking Mind way. you,
0: this is when she had, like, just won American Idol. Yes, yes. And, and Billy she, had no clue who the fuck she was. I had no
1: idea. And, but I, I remember... This was in Iraq. I remember, like, one of my lieutenants, she was in love with Carrie Underwood. Not like the Bjork thing, but she, like, loved her singing. Huge was fan. Really rooting for her and American you know, I don't, and she wanted to go to the concert. Uh, break, oh, uh, breaks my heart. I think she, um, I don't think she could go. I think she had staff duty or something like that. Like something came up, she couldn't do it. She was really bummed out and everything. But uh, we went to go eat at the dining facility, and I remember seeing her, and I'm like, wow, that's a really pretty private because like her hair was done <laughs> and she had makeup on
2: mm-hmm. and all this
1: <laughs> shit, you know. But the thing is with USO tours. They dress like us. Mm-hmm. I guess a way to connect, you know, um, like even like fuck like Robin Williams back in the day when he did like a USO show, he would have like military pants on. Mm-hmm. Or a couple of them would have like a military jacket on. Something like that, they'd be like, I'm with you guys, type of thing. I'm like, wow. So that's a thing we you guys can just do now? <laughs> wow. That's great. Equality. <laughs> I'm pitting out over here. <laughs> <laughs> my balls smell like a warm fucking biscuit that doesn't that that's been sitting out in the sun for a while but um what is that smoky fucking eyeshadow great that's fucking <laughs> great and um so i found out where because in line you can see what other you know people are at the tables while you're in line and you're you, all you do is look you know go to like a buffet you know, you're in line, but you can look at what people are eating. You're like, okay, they have this, they have that, they have this, that, and the other, and blaza, blaza. And I saw chicken strips, and I was like,
2: oh.
1: and so I grabbed the my tray and my little chinette fucking plate and stuff. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right up, I was like, hey, can I get, excuse me, and really gave her, <laughs> gave her a bit of a shove with my elbow. Yeah, I got approached by a lieutenant colonel after that. <laughs> I guess he was like the lieutenant, like the PR lieutenant colonel. Mm-hmm. He was like, Son, do you know who that was? And shit, you know, I was like, "Uh, Somebody that got in the way of chicken. T- uh, <laughs> I, sir, I don't know what's going on right now. Like, it's Carrie Underwood. And I was like, Oh. Who? Yes, sir. I didn't know what to say.
2: <laughs> like, that
1: was Carrie Underwood. I was like, Yes, sir. Do you know who that is? negative she's here on a uso tour oh yes sir i didn't know what to say (laughs) and then um i ended up leaving and uh, she was like in a special room which is weird that's like meant for like generals Mm -hmm. sheiks you know stuff like that you know but it was her eating you know and and i looked over and i was like
2: Hi. <laughs>
1: kind of, it was kind of like by way of like, sorry, hello. And then uh, she she like gave an up nod and winked. And I was like, okay, she's cool. She's cool with it. It's fine.
0: You also got waved at by Britney Spears once. I did. Yeah. Yep. Because you were trying to watch TV through the window of her RV.
1: I didn't know it was her. <laughs> I didn't know it was her RV. She was watching The Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Scared the ever living out of me. Because her head, like, her head was next to the window, but cl- far enough away to where me, my little peeping Tom ass, and I wasn't even being creepy, I was like, I saw the light flickering, because it was dark out, and I saw the light flickering from the window, I was like, oh, that's like a TV, I was like, why are they watching? And I climbed up on the fuck. I climbed up on the fucking wheel.
0: <laughs> he was doing security at the concert. And I looked in, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's the beach with Leonardo DiCaprio, that's cool.
1: There's a really cool part in the movie where he kills a shark, and it's it's awesome. Watch the beach, the part where he kills a shark, and then when you're watching that part, you're like, <laughs> that's when Billy got the shit scared out of him by Britney Spears. <laughs> and, and all she did was like, I guess she sensed somebody was there, and she just turned and looked into the... And so now I'm face-to-face with Britney Spears, scared to <laughs> show. I was like, fuck! And I fell off the... There was a whole to-do.
0: Yep, there's Billy's brushes with fame. <laughs> Yay.
1: All I'm saying is don't eat people chicken tenders. That's the way to go.
0: Yep. That was the whole that was point of this story. The whole point of me
1: steering, of me going way off a of fuck topic <laughs> is if you haven't had chicken tenders with honey mustard,
2: Mm-mm. what the fuck are you
1: doing with your life?
2: Mm-mm. <laughs>
1: Mm-mm.
0: You like chicken tenders? Mmm. I forgot. What
1: was it in context to?
0: Your buddy bringing you chicken.
1: Yeah, bringing me Chick-fil-A.
0: Yeah.
1: He was like, he was, it was like some of spicy chicken biscuit. It, uh I forget what it was, but it typed three M's. And it was like, mm.
0: <laughs> How many are you bringing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how many are you
1: bringing? And it was like a question mark, but the question mark corrected into three M's for some stupid fucking reason. It was like, how many are you getting? <laughs>
2: Give me the chicken. Mm. Wow.
1: Or don't. Just come down here. Mm. Oh. Whoa. That's what. That's what I think it came off as. Yeah. Three came <laughs> off. Uh, well, he did get me the spicy chicken biscuit, and mm. I came. He <laughs> had it. All
0: right. Moving on. <laughs> We're gonna get away from that.
1: <laughs> We're gonna get back on this guy who didn't have chicken tenders. No, he didn't. What a fucking nerd.
0: So, yeah. We're back to Ida, who Billy doesn't like. Because she's Ida. This is back in 1903. And now, this would have made him 43 when he first killed. Which is kind of late in the game for a serial killer. It's a late start. Yeah, so it's, it's quite possible that he was killing before this, in my opinion. But as far as confirmed murders, it was Ida in 1903... And then there was a six-year gap before he killed again in 1909. The second known victim was 25-year-old Emma Sander. Now... You want to say some shit about her name, too?
1: Yeah, Emma ain't shit. So, (laughs) anyway... Do you think... what? Now, here's my genuine question. Is, Is the gap maybe enough time to where he thinks he or she, as in any serial killer... Not this one in particular, but there's always a gap. There's a lot, and then there's not a lot for a long time, and then there's a lot again. Now, do you think it's like enough time has passed, or do you think it's like like the Lovely Bones, where that killing held them over? Until he just couldn't stop that urge, and that's when he well, that's the thing is
0: we'll, we'll get around to it later. But I don't. think I'm not there asking was... about
1: this guy. I'm saying just in general. I know, it... but
0: I'm I'm saying you're talking about the general serial killer, and I don't think he was the general stereotypical serial killer. I don't think he had an urge, but we'll, we'll get into that later. To me, I personally don't think he had a six year gap, but. It's possible maybe that first time scared him enough that he didn't feel comfortable trying it again for six years.
1: Okay, so I'm just talking about serial killers. So what do you think? Why do you think their pause is?
0: Sometimes it scares them and they're, you know, they're hyped up and worried they're going to get caught. And sometimes it takes them that long to get up the courage to do it again. Sometimes it does you quench their thirst or whatever you want like, to call like scratches it for a while inch, yeah
1: you know and and that's what that, a part of me thinks that that's what it is a part of me thinks like maybe they're thinking like okay enough time has passed like i'll probably do it again or another one is like like um i, I think i can't remember for sure i really i'm referring to that documentary the lovely bones i love that i love that <laughs> I, to be honest i love that movie sad as fuck
2: mm-hmm. but
1: it's a really good movie and, I, and that actress is like one of my favorite actresses and I, I can't hardly pronounce her name, but, um, it seemed like he did it and he, and he knew it was, he knew like he, he knew it was wrong and, but it was done and he kind of scratched that itch. And then like over time, like he would, and you would see him in the movie, okay, yeah, it, it, you know, this movie's old enough. I'm not going to fucking say spoiler alert. if you haven't seen it, then that's <laughs> on you. Where, like, he would stare at the window at somebody long enough. And then, like, he would... you like, when you're watching, you're like, oh, he's, he's fucking plotting again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, I, and I, when I watch it, I'm thinking, like, oh, like, did the high... Did he come down from that high, and now he can't fight this anymore, and he mm-hmm. has to go and fucking do this again, and shit like that, so... Yeah. Did not care for Mark Wahlberg. He's a good actor, but drama, eh, not so much.
0: I thought you said it was documentary, Billy.
1: No, still. <laughs> I, I he was I I was I, I loved all the acting, but I was not convinced with Mark Wahlberg in that movie. I didn't feel that he was sad. I feel like he wanted me to know he was sad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He he didn't get it. He missed the mark in that movie.
0: Missed the mark. Oh wow. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: You um, didn't even know.
1: No, that was a funky bunch of acting. Tell you what. All right, just, okay.
0: <laughs> I will continue. So, uh. Emma. Yes, we're back to 25-year-old Emma. Uh, a slaughterhouse worker by the name of Edward Troutman was- con- Wait, I'm
1: sorry. Did, did it go into anything about what he did to Ida? No. Just that she's dead. There's
0: no details on exactly what was done with these two.
1: Just that they went from an is to a was, and it was because mm-hmm. of
0: him. And they these are the only there was the confirmed first and second. It's not saying that there aren't any in between, but this is what they could confirm.
1: Were there pieces of them with bite marks? Were there chunks taken? A couple bites? No, he
0: was not caught until many, many years later.
1: Okay. So Fuck. It's a shame it's so old. You know what I mean? Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: were they bludgeoned? Were they stabbed? Were they strangled? Were they raped? Like
0: I doubt that they were raped. Mm-hmm. we'll get into that later. That kind of goes into, I don't think he had an urge. Okay. A slaughterhouse worker by the name of Edward Troutman was convicted of her murder and spent 12 years in prison before being finally released once Carl Dinka's murders were discovered. He killed an untold number of people between 1903, if we believe that was his first kill, and 1924.
1: I wonder what they say to somebody who's released...
0: Honestly, like, I mean, like,
1: seriously, like, do they say my bad (laughs) or like even nowadays, like, what would they do? Like, like, okay, you were gone this many years. um, This is the cost of living in this city, in this district where you were, you know, found guilty. And, you know, take this with the median cost, uh, median income and how much you would pay in rent or mortgage and how much you would pay for food and how much you would pay for fuel and how much a fuel efficient car would cost. We are, we're just going to give you this money because you missed out on. No, you have to
0: sue for that. And there are actually some States where you cannot.
1: That's fucked up.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But I bet you,
1: I bet you half of them were like, you know what? I'm cool. I'm out. (laughs) I got my life (laughs) back. It's cool. I don't want to sue anybody. I don't, you know what? Keep me out of a courtroom. Let's try that.
0: (laughs) So yeah, what they could confirm happened between 1903 and 1924. So he did this for at least 21 years. His last known victim being a man named Rokas Palak. So how was Carl caught, you may be asking? Well, on December 21st of 1924, a bloody man was brought to the local police station. He was a homeless transient named Vincennes Olivier, Carl was known for being kind to vagabonds who wandered through town, offering them food or work. Vincennes told the police that Carl had offered this charity to him, inviting him in for stew. When Carl thought Vincennes' guard was down, he swung at him with either an axe or a pickaxe, depending on which source you go by. Or however you picture it in (laughs) your head. Vincennes caught sight of the motion and ducked his head. I say axe moving back just enough that the weapon only glanced off of his head, partially scalping him, as opposed to actually beheading him.
1: You know, you know what I learned in jiu-jitsu? Never lean away. When somebody is swinging a melee weapon at you, say an axe, for instance, Mm -hmm. rush them. Because it brings in the striking range, one. Two, you're going to startle the shit out of that person. And three, you're going to off-balance in like fucking crazy. Like a bat, for instance. If somebody swings a bat at you, don't try to lean back. Because you'll get hit.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: you'll get hit full force. Because isn't, isn't that like... <laughs> science? <laughs> like science! Mo, mo, like with a bat, when you swing it, most of the energy is at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And so if you lean back, you're going to catch the end of that bat against your jaw. And now you have no jaw. Whereas, if you rush in and just tackle them, what's he going to do? Try to hit you in the back with the, the bottom quarter of a bat? It's not going to do any harm. So, but that's hard. That's a hard thing to teach. Your mm-hmm. instinct is to get out of the way. Yeah. You would never think pounce forward. So, guys, if anybody's ever swinging anything, be it a baton or an axe or a pickaxe, rush them. Yeah, You'll get and,
0: them. And um, you can actually there's a picture of this guy where you can see the part of a scalp that was actually cut away from his skull up on the top of his head so i mean he got pretty lucky i mean it seems unlucky but at least he's not dead yeah so way
1: he scalped him <clears throat> in a, in essence he kind of scalped him yeah
0: he had a a chunk that was a good several inches wide Whoa. that yeah he was scalped but yeah. uh, Ick. So, Vincennes managed to get away and ran out into the hall that connected Carl's apartment to the rest of the house, and he was screaming. A coachman spotted him and helped him to the station.
1: (laughs) As one would do when you're hit in the head with an axe. Yeah.
0: The police were reluctant to believe the story coming from some vagabond about good old Papa Dinka, a respected pillar of the community. But doctors confirmed that Vincennes was attacked with some type of cutting tool, so they picked Carl up and put him in a holding cell while the alleged crime was investigated.
1: <laughs> what? What's funny is like, there's no more convincing story to give a dude a ride. What the fuck are you screaming about? I got hit in the head with an axe. Get in. <laughs> See? Get in. Yeah. There's my skull. But your face is covered in blood <laughs> and you have that, your hair's on a flap? you know it's like moving with the wind and they're like i got hit there with an axe like yeah you look like a guy who just got hit in that with an axe and i'd be screaming too uh i'm gonna go ahead and move over kids get in the back you know (laughs) and even then they're like oh it couldn't have been him he's a pillar of the community although you do like you got hit in the fucking head with a goddamn axe
0: yeah so they put carl in the holding cell And Carl admitted to attacking Vincennes, but said that Vincennes had been attempting to burglarize his property, and he was just defending his home. He was kept in the holding cell for the night. In the morning, he was found hanging in the cell. He had hung himself with a ligature, either a handkerchief or one of his leather suspenders. Different sources list different items. So Carl's suicide got the police wondering why.
1: Do you think he was laying in bed on the cot going, that uh, jigs up. You think Probably. So? Probably.
0: They decided to search his home where they found a scene not unlike that of Ed Gein's home when it was searched in 1957 here in the U.S. I'll fill you in with what was in the official report by Friedrich Petruski, the then acting head of the Institute of Legal Medicine in Breslau. The first findings made in Dinka's house during the search were bones and pieces of meat. The latter were in a salt solution found in a wooden drum.
1: Wait, was that the fucking stew? Could
0: have been. That was probably the stew. It might have been.
1: I think it was the stew.
0: (laughs) The first findings made in Dinka's house during the search were bones and pieces of meat. The latter were in a salt solution found in a wooden drum. There were altogether fifteen pieces with skin. Two parts of the breast, which is strongly hairy. The torso is cut through the middle, three fingers above the navel. Particularly striking was a very clean anus with a hand large parts of both buttocks.
1: <laughs> very clean, huh? Got the residue off and everything. A
0: very clean anus with hand large parts of both buttocks.
1: Makes me think of the, the police. <laughs> it
0: makes me think of what's that in your suitcase? It's not a fried anus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know you're thinking fried anus. Let me go ahead and stop you there.
0: No, just a clean one. What gets me is, like,
1: (laughs) they're, like, writing all this stuff down, and, like, there's that one, the sergeant, like, that sergeant, today you found out that sergeant's kind of weird. Like, everybody (laughs) respected him on the force, and he was like, talk about the anus, and they're like, whoa. (laughs) Mitch, what the fuck is that? He was like, it's remarkably clean. (laughs) You could eat off of it.
2: I'm sure.
1: I'm sure he was going to eat it, but you could eat off of that leather fucking Cheerio. Look <laughs> at that shit right there.
0: <laughs> All right. Back to the report.
1: <laughs> With the buttocks there, like All right. Uh, we have uh, pieces of meat. Um, breast meat. And note the hair. Because I said so, Frank. <laughs> and look at that ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm <laughs> what do you think about that ass mm. <laughs> I wonder if you I,
1: I don't know why but I, I like I could just picture like he's for the cheeks it's just blue air up there and then let go of it and see if it makes that sound like when you you know you, you make a balloon taut and <laughs> What's this shit, Frank? Uh, (laughs) Sir, you shouldn't disturb it. Shut up, Frank. (laughs) I'm getting my levels. (laughs) Uh,
2: uh,
1: wish you Merry Christmas. I got it. I got it. (laughs) I never thought I'd say this, Sergeant. Put the ass down. I know you outrank me, but I'm giving you an order. Put the ass down. (laughs) But I'm trying to wish you a Merry Christmas, Frank.
0: (laughs) Tis the season.
1: Frankincense and ass.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just found the name of the episode. (laughs) All right. Back to the report. There is no... Back to that ass. (sighs) (laughs) There... (laughs)
1: Squeaky clean, tell you what.
0: There is no evidence of vital reaction of the bodies to the cuts made.
1: But we do have evidence to the very first anal bleaching that's ever happened. And we've been doing it ever since. Models and porn stars have been doing it ever since. Can
0: I read this,
1: please? (laughs) Read about those buttholes, baby. (laughs) It's a barrel of butts.
0: (laughs) It's the greatest day of my life. (laughs) There is no evidence of vital reaction of the bodies to the cuts made, which means that the latter were not made while the victims were still alive. Nevertheless, some skin and muscles from the necks were missing, as well as extremities, head, and sexual organs. Except for that butt. (laughs) Lesions could not be determined, nor the nature of death or the tool of the crime.
1: Uh, Something big, sharp, and not good.
0: In three medium-sized pots filled with cream sauce... Some cooked meat, partially covered with skin and human hair, was found. It's like flossy meat.
1: Uh, Ew. It went from a stew to a chowder. Ew. Chowder's kind of thicker.
0: Ew. And hair. Ew. The meat was pink and soft. All pieces seemed cut from the gluteal area, which means the butt.
1: That's that butt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) One pot had only a half a portion. Dinka must have eaten the other piece shortly before being arrested.
1: You gotta, you gotta fucking taste test your own cooking, you know, like, you take a spoonful of like, I mean, like, this is, this is, like, he was probably, like, before this happened, like, I need to add more salt.
0: <laughs> I should like to mention here that there is no evidence that Dinka has ever sold the meat of his victims. All evidence has obviously been eaten. There's no
1: evidence to say that he hasn't sold the meat of the victims yet is really what should have really been put on there. Like, we don't know yet.
0: Except if he did, they ate the fucking meat. You wouldn't have evidence. Yeah,
1: but Frank, that
0: ass. However, it seems certain that his guests, that is the vagabonds, were offered to eat it, end quote.
1: Frank, I'm going to try something with my pinky. Hold on. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) i knew it i knew it would happen (laughs) up top why won't you high five me oh pinky (laughs) i got it
0: (laughs) well this whole thing kind of troubles me a little bit because he assumes that dinka ate the half portion and says there's no evidence that he ever sold the meat that he only fed it to the homeless okay but if there is no evidence of something, that doesn't necessarily mean it didn't happen.
1: And did the homeless people eat? Were they full?
0: Well I mean crimes well, happened quit bitching. Crimes happen every day and there's no evidence left behind. And since he's so generous with feeding it to the transients, then why would he assume that Carl himself ate it and not that I don't know, maybe Vinshins was eating it right before he got scalped. Anyway. The stew. The report continues. You know what this
1: kind of reminds me of is the um, case of the hand that washed ashore. No, wasn't a hand. I think it was like a foot or something. No, 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 no. It was a, a, a shark in Australia or New Zealand um, that was put on display or in an aquarium, great white shark, and it vomited up an arm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're like, oh, you know, and they found out like whose arm it belonged to because of a tattoo. And the woman was like, Oh, that was my husband. He's been gone for a while and whatever, clearly.
0: <laughs> and
1: but there was no charge you know, brought on because the court was like, We just have an arm. So yeah. You don't have a body. I don't know what made me think of that. I don't know mm. what made me think of that, but it was like, well, you know, for all we know, there's a guy walking around with a fucking arm.
0: For all we know, there's a guy walking around without an anus.
1: That's a sweet. striking
0: anus. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've you know, and I've seen um not many anuses in my day, but I've never seen one <laughs> that would make me do a double take. That was from what I've from what I heard, that was a double take butthole.
0: <laughs> a double take butthole. That was a double take butthole. <laughs> that might be the, t- that like, hey, the title of the
1: episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, for real, like like you're you're like category everything and you look and you look again, you're like mm, bout bout ch- <laughs> mm, Oh yeah. Mm, sorry why are you singing out loud shut your mouth (laughs) you seen this ass i mean look (laughs) at it look at this asshole
0: oh look at this did it again damn i'm good (laughs) (laughs) all right so the report continues because there's more his ass no oh that wasn't it okay in the third pot were found numerous pieces of human skin and parts of the aorta and a gelatinous mass. Ick! A bowl on the table in his room was filled with amber-colored fat that appeared to be human. Gelatinous is my moist. <laughs> gelatinous. That's gross. Like the shit you scrape off a of spam. That's fucking.
1: Gr- That's fucking gross, Erica. <laughs> That's fucking gross. You know what I'm
0: talking about, though. That's
1: fucking disgusting.
0: <laughs> Ick. I've heard that people in Hawaii love spam.
1: Oh, that's great! That's great so for Hawaii. So, if Hawaiianis.
0: you're from Hawaii, let us know if you like spam. If you scrape the gelatinous crap off the top first. What if there's
1: somebody in Hawaii listening to it with a mouthful of spam going,
0: "I like it."
1: <laughs> yeah, it's
0: good. I, I give you a kudos for being able to eat spam while you're listening to our show. <laughs> if you go listen to this
1: show and eat spam,
0: you're all right. You're all right. <laughs>
1: You're, one, you're, you're a snuggle-boy I'd like to know. Like, <laughs> over the phone. I don't want to, like... Do <laughs> You eat spam while listening to this. It's fucking weird. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie. It's not bad. It's too salty. You're too salty, you salty bitch. You're salty. Uh, you're the
0: one being all salty about gelatinous.
1: I do not care for <sighs> Oh, my God. I do not care for gelatinous. You know, like, they say moist is like... You hear the word moist, you're like, ew. I hear moist, I think kinda wet. That's that's what moist is. Kinda wet. hmm Gelatinous. And if you follow it up with sludge, I'll probably hit you.
0: Gelatinous sludge?
1: Ugh, I'm gonna fucking kill you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: I'm gonna continue. Another fucking dry heap. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Biological tests gave a weak positive result for the presence of human protein, which I'm amazed that back in the 1920s we had testing like that, but I guess we did.
1: How do you know if protein is
0: human? I don't know.
1: What strain of protein do we have that you don't find in a cow?
0: I don't know. I'm not a lab tech. I don't run these tests. I don't know. If
1: there's a lab tech out there or anybody that works in forensics, first of all, offer a job to Erica. She'd love it. And second, (laughs) let me know what the difference is between human protein and like protein found in a cat. Protein is protein. We're mammals. We have muscles, ligaments, tendons, nothing has changed in, in that part in that aspect.
0: So the DNA has to be different.
1: Still, we're like a couple of chromosomes off from a fucking stick of celery. We're I mean I'm kinda of wondering why what kind of protein is human protein?
0: I don't know, but I should slap you for saying we're that close to celery. Look it up. It's celery. Look it up. How dare you, sir? I
1: think we're like one chromosome away from a tree. Right?
0: That's okay. Like That's our celery
1: DNA-wise, we're not too different. <laughs> like if our DNA went one step the other way, we'd have sharp teeth like fucking alligators.
0: In the shed in which the meat pieces were found was also a barrel full of bones that were cleaned of tendons, muscles, etc., that most probably have been priorly cooked.
1: We had to get permission to get in there because of the purchase agreement.
0: The investigation initially revealed the existence of six forearm bones, which means that they belong to three people at least. Another trace were found behind the shed. A part of a leg remained in the pond that Dinka had dug many years before, and also skeletal pieces were uncovered in the local forest. Here is the full list of what has been sent to us for examination. 16 femurs... Of which one pair of remarkably strong ones, two pairs of very thin ones, which, why are they fucking comparing the femurs? I
1: think They're remarkably
0: strong. Oh, look at these femurs.
1: I think that Sarge was so transfixed on buttholes, like, nobody even asked questions anymore. These femurs are remarkably strong. Yeah, Sergeant, (laughs) we fucking get it. But these,
0: they're really skinny. They look like they
1: were connected to a strong
0: ass. Am I wrong? (laughs) Six pairs and two left femurs. Fifteen medium sized pieces of long bones. Four pairs of elbow bones. Seven heads of radii, which is the radius in your forearm. Nine lower parts of radii. Eight lower parts of the elbow. A pair of upper shin bones. A pair of lower elbows and radii, of which extremities still remain well connected. A pair of upper arms and a pair of upper arm heads. A pair of collarbones, two shoulder blades, eight heels and ankle bones, 120 toes and phalanx, 65 feet and metacarpal bones. What? I'm thinking of that
1: documentary called Very Bad Things, and they're trying to bury... his upper leg
0: and her (laughs) lower leg. I got his upper (laughs) leg and her lower leg. It's, like, one of the greatest parts. (laughs) (laughs) 120 toes. Yep. It would have been weird if they found, like, 123. You're like, wait. Wait, your math doesn't add up. That's a lot of figgies going wee-wee-wee somewhere.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wee-wee-wee all the way to that sweet, sweet
0: ass. (laughs) I wish I never heard that Five first ribs and 150 pieces of ribs Also found In Carl's house were 351 Teeth and a pog Where the fuck did that Come from? 90s I'm old,
1: shut up This is 1924 I I, I could take out my own trash I don't know how to do it, my hips don't hurt
0: So, yeah, 351 teeth. It was (laughs) was, determined.
1: The captain was like, what would you find out there? And the sergeant was like, well, apart from a squeaky clean caboose there, (laughs) a whole bunch of nothing and a whole bunch of something. I don't understand. Yeah, I didn't either. Spent the whole day. He dug his own pond. Found a leg bone in there with meat, which is weird.
0: And hundreds of teeth, so many teeth. <laughs> Send us your teeth. <laughs> Cash for teeth dot com.
1: We found so many teeth and ribs. I see, Sergeant. So, uh, do you care to explain the necklace? What I made it
2: out of <laughs> ribs and teeth.
1: Wait, are you gonna fucking miss them? There are like hundreds of them. Excuse me for being fucking enthusiastic about Christmas. I mean, Secret Santa's coming up. It's not like I could just cut off an asshole and take it somewhere. I did. It's at my house. What? Because it's a squeaky clean anus.
0: What? The? What, Captain? What'd you do?
1: Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I did a whole bunch of mind your fucking business, sir. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be cool that Sarge's office, the Red String,
0: mm-hmm. Red String Gang, Red right String here. Unit, which all, is my Twitter handle,
1: all the Red Strings point. To a picture of him giving the, giving the okay symbol, but like really tight, like as a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> it's him going, uh, Ew. with his tongue out, and all the rest strings are pointing to that. <laughs> even shit that doesn't even make sense. Like, like. From he, like
0: his partner's desk. <laughs> 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 not even shit that's on the bulletin it's not board. Even on the board. <laughs>
1: It's like the captain's car.
0: <laughs> the windows open. It all leads to his bottle Bathroom stall. It's just so goddamn
1: majestic.
0: <laughs> oh my god! All right, so three hundred and fifty-one teeth. Three hundred and fifty-one okay. teeth you keep later. Going back to the anus. Three hundred and
1: fifty-one teeth later. Where are we?
0: <laughs> Buttholes.
1: Whole bunch of them, but there was one. Really stood out. That one was a keeper. (laughs) Well,
0: it was determined based on the teeth that only one of the victims was younger than 16, with a few in their 20s to 30s, and most 40s or older. Multiple ID cards and personal papers belonging to numerous people were found, and Carl had also kept a ledger, a murder diary, if you will. It contained 31 names, including Vincent's Olivier, the man who escaped the scalping. Oh, uh, somebody got, he got cocky. Yeah, he already had him jotted down like he was going to be Victim 31.
1: I was like, let me get you some stew. And he was like, what are you doing with that pen? He was like, don't you fucking worry about it. What's that asshole about that you got?
0: <laughs> I don't think it happened and He was, like, he like, was
1: like, not squeaky clean. He was like, oh, great. It's a good thing I'm not going to try to hit you in the face with an axe in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, scribbling it down, and then, like, in parentheses, it was, like, dirty booty, axe, or pickaxe, depending on how you feel. <laughs> and tur- turned around like, hey, Paul! <laughs> Trying to fucking get him.
0: Well, every name had a date in front of it, and the list was in chronological order, and they were numbered, starting with number 11. So, it's not clear if he just started adding numbers when he got to the 11th person on the list Or if the list started with number 11, implying there were at least 10 more murders. For the women on the list, there was usually only a first name. And a heart. (laughs) And a heart, I guess, according to Billy. Uh, The men had much more detail with their names, including dates of birth and where they were staying or were from. Another sheet of paper had numbers listed next to the names, believed to be weights, listed like this. Dead 122, naked 107, disemboweled 83.
2: Squeaky clean 222.
0: It's like he was trying to figure out how much of their weight would be usable meat by trial and error. Weapons.
1: I kind of do the same thing. I've mentioned it before with um, trying to see if I can recreate a human being with my customers. Some come in missing an arm. Some come in without a leg. I mark it down. Some come in missing so many fingers. I'm like, how many? And I start like jotting these down. Like, I wonder if I can make a person. (laughs) (laughs) this shit they don't have. I wonder if I can make it. I wonder if I can Mr. Potato Head the fuck out of somebody. like (laughs) Pain Man. (laughs) The hardest part is that goddamn sweet, fucking squeaky clean, windexed anus.
0: Shut up. Weapons found in the house included three axes... A large wood saw, a tree saw, a pickaxe, and three knives. Quote, all of these have been seized by us with the exception of the axes and the tree saw, which are sent to be tested for traces of human blood. The saw is a large they have tool. They had this
1: technology back then to figure
0: this shit out?
2: hmm Good on them.
0: The saw is a large tool which, with which, as the microscopic investigation revealed, also wood had been sawn. The detection of human blood succeeded. However, we suppose that he used much finer tool, probably the tree saw, to cut heads and the pelvic bones. The pickaxe was used for the last assassination attempt, and human blood can be stated on this tool as well. Quote. Investigators also found that Carl had experimented with human leather and making soap from human fat. We've quote, touched on that before. We have. Quote, among Dinka's suspenders, three pairs were made of human skin. They are about six centimeters wide and 70 centimeters long. The leather is not smooth and at one spot broken. It seems not tanned, but only free of subskin tissue and dried. At one spot, it is obvious that he made the cuts under the nipples, which are still clearly visible. Got some Ed Gein shit. Exactly. Four are patched with human skin taken from the pubic area. Some traces of louse nits were also discerned under microscope, which means whoever he killed has some lice going on.
1: Ew! Hey, listeners, does your head itch right now? Does it itch?
0: All suspenders show traces of use, and one of them was found on Dinka himself. Besides suspenders, Dinka had also leather straps cut out of human skin that he treated with shoe polish and parts of which were sewn together with pieces of rags and cloth. Many of these laces were made of human hair. One sample was one centimeter long, gray-white, and according to study, was taken from the head. From which area of the body came the other pieces? This cannot be said, end quote. So he was making suspenders out of their skin and shoelaces out of their hair.
1: You don't let anything go to waste. Right. I and mean, you put that sweet ass in a bucket. <laughs>
0: The report also goes over information about Carl himself, his childhood, him being quiet but friendly and willing to help, that he never had a violent temper. People in the neighborhood noticed his solitary lifestyle and noticed what seemed to be sexual indifference. He would have been 64 when he was caught and committed suicide, but it's not reported anywhere that he ever had a wife or kids or even any kind of relationships. The report said people thought of him as, quote, neither man nor woman, end quote.
1: What the fuck does that even mean?
0: Maybe he was just ahead of his time and he was metrosexual. He liked to be fashionable with his leather suspenders and hair shoelaces.
1: Sure. Okay, why not?
0: (laughs) He just seemed asexual to everyone. Like, that wasn't something that interested him. It's not like he was trying to romanticize anyone. It appeared that none of the murders were sexually motivated. He wasn't a sadist. He wasn't doing it for the power trip. It seems that he found a way to make a living providing himself with food and an income by potentially selling the meat and leather goods. And you can go through their pockets. The homeless and needy people he seemed to choose trusted him quickly and easily because he seemed so willing to help them, making them easy targets. He could get them to his home and dispatch them without anyone really looking for them, because they were already transients moving from place to place.
1: So is it one of those things where it's like, ah, nobody's going to miss him? Pretty much. I gotcha. Okay,
0: sure. Even though it seemed that Carl had the perfect victims and seemed friendly and giving to all those around him, how did he manage to get away with at least 30 murders? And investigators believe, based on the bones and teeth found, that the number of bodies that had been in the house could have been at least 42. Well, there were signs.
1: One was a set of really strong femurs.
0: (laughs) True. (laughs) Neighbors had complained for a long time about the foul smell coming from Carl's apartment, but most put up with it, knowing he had a meat stand. But they also noticed he always had tons of meat, even in the worst recessions or price inflations of meat. They all thought, well, it must be dog meat, and went about their day.
1: It was just fucking weird
0: even though the slaughter of dogs was illegal. He would pour buckets of blood in the backyard, and he was heard sawing and hammering at night, but he had a meat stand. So, of course, he was just prepping the meat for the early morning market, right?
1: Well, yeah, gotta make a living.
0: On top of these ignored signs, no one ever questioned how or where he obtained his suspenders and shoelaces and used garments from. No one ever saw him carrying items into his home for resale. And the most heavily ignored signs were the two men who had escaped from Carl's house injured in the years prior to him getting caught.
1: Those are big ones.
0: Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. That would be a pretty big fucking red flag to me. One transient complained to neighbors that he had been in Carl's apartment and Carl had asked him to pin a letter for him. When he wasn't looking, Carl tried to put a chain around his neck. There was a struggle and he escaped, but no one ever reported this incident to the police. The other one was an apprentice Carl had. He came running out of Carl's apartment covered in blood and he was never seen around there again.
1: And he became, I did research on this, he became the world's first vegan. (laughs) He wanted nothing to do with meat at all. (laughs) He was like, This is what it's about? Count me out, buddy.
0: This, too, was never reported. So I guess this is your PSA for the day. If you smell questionable odors coming from someone's home, they throw buckets of blood out back, and bloodied men run out screaming, you should probably report that shit. If you see something, say something. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Thank you. So that was the forgotten cannibal, Carl Dinka. You still feel bad for him? being Aww. forgotten and all? Oh, with his squeak clean anus. That butthole, though. <laughs> that was it, guys. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please get on iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and a review. It's one of the best ways you can help us. It lets people know that you weirdos have listened and like it. And maybe the other weirdos reading the review will give us a chance and like it, too. And please check out the other great podcasts on the Murderly Network when you have some time and show them some love. You can find all of us at Murder.ly on the interwebs.
1: And check out Ignorance with Bliss.
0: Very good podcast. A very
1: good podcast.
0: If you would like to be a real baller and financially support the show, please go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash martinis the and make a pledge. Even a $1 pledge gets you access to our patron-only audio each month and a shout-out on the show. And for just a few dollars more, you can get some exclusive goodies. And once again, thank you to our patrons, Amy and Kirsten, our ballers, yo! Amelia, Bonnie, Bridget, Chelsea, Christina, Cooper, Corina, Corey, Donald, Dylan, Belfast, Grace, Hunter, Jennifer, Kate, Christy, Kristen, Lady Danger, Marie Maxime, Molly W., Monica, Stephen, Sue, and Vanessa, You awesome snuggle bunnies have our undying love.
1: Oh, hats off to Hunter. Saw on Facebook that um, he was around or in the town. There was a uh, KKK rally or something like that, and he went out there to fucking give him the business. Good. Good for him. him. Good for him.
0: Yeah, he doesn't stand for that kind of shit. Yep.
1: (laughs) Not on Hunter's watch, tell you what. No, never.
0: And you can now make a one-time donation in the amount of your choosing via our PayPal link on our website, martinisandhemacab.com, near the bottom of the homepage. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at MartinisandTheMacab and on Twitter at martini underscore macabre. Be sure to join our fan page on Facebook as well at friends who like martinis and the macabre. We love interacting with you guys, so feel free to post whatever you like on the pages and to share our posts, because sharing our pages, posts, and tweets helps get the word out so share away
2: and
1: sharing is caring
0: care bear stare again you can't see it but we're doing it guys this is
1: why we need to do live videos
0: yeah visit our website martinis to learn a little bit about us listen to our complete episode catalog or to listen to all the songs created by minimus noah that we use at the end of each episode keep listening because another one will be at the end of this episode And be sure to find his first official album release called Views on iTunes, Spotify, and many other music providers. And hopefully in the next couple months, his new album will be coming out. Uh For any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, shoot us an email at martinisinthemacabre at gmail.com or you can use the contact page on the website. And Once again, thanks so much for listening. Stay safe, Snuggle Bunnies. I love you all. And we'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye. (laughs)
2: You seen this ass? I mean, look (laughs) at it. Look at this asshole.